It's week 57. Week 57 and the bread is leaven. That's right, bun in the oven, Hans is coming to town. No, 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 no. No. Why not? No. Yeah, so um, sorry for the false alarm, but I am not pregnant. Hans is a imaginary um, baby that Jason has impregnated me with. Yes, implanted in your mind. Yeah. I put him in there deep inside your mind. Inception. <laughs> I got Leonardo DiCaprio in there. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not going to happen. Oh, Captain. Happen, Captain. Um, if you hear any random noises, Sophie is uh, chewing a bottle, alligator toy. That and has a bottle as a body. Yeah, and there's fireworks. Yep. Because it's Memorial Day weekend, and these people cannot stop. It sounds like a blunderbuss. <laughs> What's a blunderbuss? You know those big ones with the flared end. No. Big guns. You know, like they shoot turkeys with. Pilgrim shot turkeys with. Kind of like. No, but okay. Yeah. Also, Jason is wearing um, some rainbow um, mirrored sunglasses. I wear my sunglasses at night. It is 9.30 at night on a Sunday. I wear my sunglasses on Sunday. (laughs) I mean, you can wear them if you want. That's that's why I did that. Oh, okay. Um, So... Our story today has a big twist, so I'm I'm interested to Oliver see Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist. I'm interested to see your reaction to it because oh, okay. it was interesting. So I can't give any of the sources until the end because it'll give it away. Okay. Okay. So it takes place in oh, and also I have only found one podcast that talks about this. Oh. Okay. Nobody else has talked about this, no and it's one. super it's super interesting, but um. Okay, so this takes place in Pensacola, Florida. Pensacola, Florida. March 26, 1962. 1962? Yeah, so that's that's a while. Back in the day. That is almost 60 years ago. <laughs> okay. So this is this is the opening sentence. Are you ready? Yes, the opening sentence. So five teenagers decide to go skin diving in the Gulf of Mexico. When only one returns, the story of what happened in the open water leaves a lot of room for speculation. Yeah, room for speculation. <laughs> okay, stop with the little guy voice. But, <laughs> but I want an old guy voice. Okay, so um, the following info, it was um, a letter that was written into a magazine called Fate Magazine. Fate Magazine. And it is written by the survivor. Okay, so four people died. Bam, solved the case. Yeah, four people died, and one survived, and he's the one who wrote the story. Solved the case? There's no case to solve. He killed them all. Okay, well, can you let me tell the story? Okay. So, um, the article is um, very flowery and very... um, Oh, a puff piece. Yeah, it's very puffy. Mm. Um, but it like tells his, his the story of what happened. Mm. But like so on the one podcast I did listen to, they read the exact like letter. Oh, letter. And it's like like, oh, the sky was a perfect blue. Oh, like my Antonia, where they they read uh they define grass for like seven pages. Like how red the grass was. Not not quite. It's not like quite like that, but it's like this is like a survivor story. So but like yeah. he's very flowery in his writing. Well, that would make more sense. Yeah. Like, like you have good recollection of yeah and he's a clearly a good writer too yeah but it does call into question a little bit of like this traumatic moment and he's making it very eloquent well it and... could be very cathartic to get all that out that's true okay so um i listened to the whole article on a podcast called cryptonaut mm-hmm. and um it was like that actual podcast it was really well done um but it mostly focused on the letter that he, you know, they basically read the letter. So, um, yeah, and, like, they're, like, three guys. And they had, like, enough banter that it was listenable. 
you know, but they still got to the, to the story. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to do the best to kind of like summarize it because it was very long. Like it was like an hour and a half long episode. So I'm going to cut it, cut, cut it, it down. So number one, do you know what skin diving is? Skin diving? No. Oh. It's not. Cause I thought that too. Oh, so like with the wetsuits? Yeah, well, I guess it's, um, so I thought I wrote it down. Oh, skin diving is not skinny dipping, but it's a snorkel and flippers rather than full scuba gear. Mm -hmm. So you can dive down, but you have to come back up. Like yeah, you can't. So like 13 feet. Yeah. So um, on March 26th, Edward was invited to go skin diving near a moored ship called the USS Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. um, it was a battleship that was commissioned in 18, 1896. Um, it was decommissioned in March of 1919, um, and it was scuttled on January 6, 1921. Hmm. Do you know what scuttling means? I scuttled all over your face. <laughs> the only thing I knew about scuttle was that it was the the seagull from The Little Mermaid. Mm. But scuttling, I guess, is whenever they purposefully like sink a ship so that nobody can um, commandeer it, mm. like if it's out of commission. Yeah, that makes so that's cool. interesting. So I sank your face. <laughs> so no one can commandeer it. Um, and while it was scuttled, it was used for experimental artillery. 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 That makes sense. Not artillery. Pra practice it. I'm doing the whole... Rotisserary. <laughs> but as we know from when we went to the Bahamas, if a ship is sunk, if there's like a shipwreck, that like um, kind of creates a really cool place to dive because there's a lot of sharks. There's a lot of like reef and... yeah fish and like it creates kind of like its own little ecosystem ecosystem so it was like a really popular spot for divers okay so the teens um that were going out were edward brian mccleary um he was 16 bradford rice was 14 warren felly was 16 eric rule um or ryle i think it's rule um was 16 and uh larry Stuart Bill was 17. So, like, no supervision, basically? No, but, I mean, it was the 60s. True. And they were going, you know, diving. Skin diving. Um, so the weather was warm and clear as they paddled out onto the water. Oh, and they took um, a... What's the word I'm looking... I should have written it down, but it was, like, um, a, like a, a life raft, but, like... Yeah, with a motor on the back. Yeah, mm -hmm. whatever they are called, like they're kind of like the um, like the navy ones or the yeah. coast guard ones. So um, while paddling towards the wreck, the weather moved from perfect and calm to oh, and there was no motor on it; it was just paddling. Oh, okay. Um, to gray with a breeze, and it was making the water very choppy with white caps. So yeah, you're moving from like perfectly calm to like oh shit. <laughs> Um, so the boys decided to turn around, but the tide picked up and carried them out into the open water instead. Oh, no. Um, so two of the boys pushed the raft while the other two, two while the others rode, but the waves were too strong even at that point. Yeah. You can't swim. Um, so a small... <laughs> this part killed me. A small boat passed by, okay? Mm -hmm. And the boys screamed out Mayday. Like they're waving their arms and there's a lady on this boat and she just waves at them. Hi guys. My lady, my lady. <laughs> and um, so Brad took the shark gun, which I guess is some sort of like flare gun type of thing. Yeah. Um, and with his red shirt, he tied it onto the end of the spear and shot it. And it landed about 50 feet from their boat. Yeah. And they just drove away. So yeah. I hope these people realize yeah. that like they could have saved the lives of probably five people. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the boat just rode off towards the port like meh. meh. And how hard would it be to just go and, you know, yeah, use your fishing hook and, and just like you, rope them behind you. Or like, I guess it's, I guess it's a shepherd's crook and pull it in. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, yeah, you could throw called. them a piece of rope yeah, and no. carry it behind because it was a boat with an engine. Yeah, 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 but I just mean like to get the the spear, the hook in. Yeah, but I'm saying that like they could easily just swoop around. They could even like, like I said, throw out a rope. 
Yeah. And they could hold the rope while they go back to, they just need to out of like the, yeah, the tide. Yeah. So <laughs> this person basically like was like, fuck you. <laughs> we can't middle fingers out. Middle fingers out. <laughs> and um, <laughs> like, I'm, because I, I mean, even if they don't realize that they're saying Mayday, like the red gun. Yeah, and the tide picking up. Is like, fun. that would be a signal like, And hey. if you're going in, probably because conditions are too bad. <laughs> right. These, you should check up on these guys. Especially, say, like, hey, are you, you know, they're 14 to 17. Like, yeah. and you don't even need Boy, to, like, get them on your boat. Like, just like, like I said, throw something out to them and tow them behind. Yeah. But, um, so that sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> a little more suck than sucks. Yeah. That's like uh, negligence. Oh yeah. Like uh, so, it's still getting like the conditions are getting worse. It's raining at this point, yeah. so they spotted a buoy, boy, buoy, buoy, um, and they paddled towards it. The boys spotted a buoy. Yes. And they buoyanced on the buoy. Well, so I guess it was such a big. I I feel like I can't buoy. Buoy. Um, it was such a big metal surface, and it was covered with seaweed. Mm-hmm. Um, but he noticed that while they were about to like rope it, that there was like this undertow that was like sucking things down underneath the buoy. Yeah. So um, as they paddled towards it, like the they they threw the whatever I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know more about nautical things but um they, I, am hearty. I guess they got the anchor or something that they were going to try to wrap around the boot um but the undertow actually grabbed the raft and they all jumped out of the raft right before it got sucked under the the buoy i that'd be a shit storm yeah so they would have 100 drowned at that point maybe down below <laughs> um so luckily they did that they got out um and then a few, like, then it popped out a few, like, feet away. Mm-hmm. And they were able to cling on to it. And it was full of water, but they were able to get the water out. So they got back in. Um, so then they got, like, drug past the shipwreck. Oh, man. So they're they're out there. Um, and the, the boat itself, like, the boat that they were in, it was rocking back and forth. But then the sea calmed. And this, again, this is his version of things yeah because this is where it gets real fucked um what do you think is going to happen they're going to see davy jones's locker (laughs) i mean doesn't do you know why they call it davy jones's locker why because davy jones was the meanest bully in school and they sunk a school off the coast of venezuela you are lying i am wasn't davy jones locker just like the name of the ocean for where people die yeah, he's just a mythical being. Yeah. Um, I I watched uh Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, and three. One, two, and three. Mm-hmm. One fourth one. No, I stopped there. Yeah, <laughs> support Orlando Bloom. I do support it. Well, he's married to Katy Perry, so I don't know. Or they're I don't know, they have a baby together. Boom for Bloom. <laughs> okay, so anyways, so you don't know where this is going at all cannibalism (laughs) that's your that's your guess yes okay so the sea slowly started calming and um it turned from rain to mist to fog Mm -hmm. um the water was completely calm so at this point brad starts freaking out Mm -hmm. and he keeps thinking that they're already dead he's like we died we died and they're like, we didn't die. Like, chill out. So they decided to wait until the fog cleared and mm-hmm. the visibility was about 25 feet. <laughs> Get the smile off your face because it's not going the direction you think it is. Fight to the death. <laughs> Cannibalism. So the water was unusually warm and calm. Okay. Um, but a sound broke the quiet. Yeah. And the air was filled with a f- dead fish smell about 40 feet away, they heard another splash. Your mom took a shit? (laughs) And then another splash. (laughs) Two shits? (laughs) Is that when you were born? Yeah. That's about that time. Um, And then a telephone pole-shaped thing about 10 feet tall came out of the water. 
<laughs> Stop it. And dead fish smell. Um, mm. <laughs> and then it, the thing bent in half and dove under the water. Bent in half? Yeah. And then a high-pitched whine hit their ears. Like, the, it was just this creepy thing. <laughs> and they put on their fins and dove into the water. Yeah, you know... We'll get back to that point at the end. That done done like a mark thing, Melissa. So they, so they, um, because like, well, yes, okay, but we're gonna come back to that. If you, so they were on top of the boat, right? They were on top of the little floaty thing, yes. So they all dove out. Your, your face with a superior nautical being, yeah, and you're gonna dive in the water with it, right? Okay, so he does come back to that. We'll get, we'll come back to that. We're just seeing where. But when they do this, the surface is like brown and sticky. Like a twig. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they felt a small current. Like they felt like. Like Like a date? Current, not current. Oh, shit. Mm. So they could hear Mm. splashing and hissing behind them. And um, snakes in the toilet. The rain began again, and it started getting dark. Um, Warren called out, "It's got Brad!" and was cut off with a lo- like with a cry, like so he's like screaming out, "Like they got they got Brad!" Okay, so Larry, Eric, and Edward they're swimming together, and then it's starting to lightning storm. So the only thing they can see. Like, they can hear splashing, they can hear hissing, um, but they can only see whenever lightning is going off. Okay. Like, they're just getting flashes of things. Yeah. Um, so... It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So they're all swimming together, like, in this cohort. Um, and then Larry, all of a sudden, like, they look up, and Larry is just not there. Not there. So they're calling for Larry, 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 Larry. And then they dive under the water to try to find him, but they can't see anything. Yeah. So it's kind of worthless, but they give up at that point um, because you're not going to find him. Yeah. And and you can't even see like in front of you. You're not going to see underwater. So both Eric and Edward, like they kept swimming, but Eric started sinking because he, he started cramping up. Okay. Because, like, they've been swimming for a while. Yes. Um, probably losing electrolytes and shit. Oh, yeah. Because you're swelling all that, that salt water. Yeah, and you don't have Brondo, so... Brondo? Yeah, it's got what plants crave. Oh, from idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, Edward is helping Eric swim. So they're, like, basically holding on to each other, and they're trying to get back to the Massachusetts. Because they know if they can get to the ship, they can at least, like, stay on it until morning. Yeah. Um, So while helping Eric, um, Eric swim, oh, they, they, like, were overcame by a wave. Okay. So they lost contact with each other. um, But they, Eric started swimming again, like, off, like, on his own. Yeah. Um, But then there was lightning, and he saw him up ahead of him, closer to the ship than he was. But then, um, hey, Sophie, please don't eat the plastic, okay? Um, (laughs) At that point, a lightning strike goes off, and he sees the thing come out of the water again and go over Eric and drug him under the water. Oh, man. How big was it? Well, it was like 10 feet out of the water. 10 feet out of the water. Shit. So Eric, or sorry, Edward keeps swimming, and he's just swimming with all his heart at this point. Um, and then he said that he thought that he made it, or he, he thought that he made it to the ship, but kept swimming because he doesn't know where this thing is. Yeah. Um, so then he said he didn't remember swimming anymore, but he felt the sandy bottom of the ground and felt like peace, like he was dying. Yeah. Um, but then apparently he, he kept going or something happened like his brain shut off but his body kept going because then he fell the actual beach mm. so he found a cabin and he like climbed up this huge ladder and then fell asleep inside like the open cabin that's weird right on the beach yeah just like 
Um, I don't think it was like a full cabin. I think it might have been like a post type of thing for like lifeguards, maybe. Yeah, but still. So um, he woke up and then he didn't realize that he had gone up a ladder. So he fell out of this tower thing. Okay. And then there were a group of boys on the beach and they were like, oh my gosh, you must be one of the missing kids. Yeah. Um, Because the Coast Guard had found the raft and they were looking for survivors. Yeah. So if they would have stayed out longer, they might have stayed on the raft and been caught by the Coast Guard. Yeah. You know? Um, So he woke up again. He passes out and he wakes up in a hospital. Hospital. A hospital in Pensacola. Um, So he told the doctors what he witnessed. And um, most of them did not believe him, but there was like one person who did. And they were like, you know, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah, no one's going to believe you. It's a narwhal. But the search and rescue team, like it was the search and rescue team lead who believed him. Mm. So um, the body of the, so he is like recovering, but a couple of days later, the body of Brad Rice washed ashore. And he had to identify him, which I don't know why his parents wouldn't. But um, he actually drowned. Oh. So he wasn't eaten. There was no body parts missing. He was just drowned. Um, So what the the rescue team said was that he was picked up in Fort Ray by a helicopter. So he must have gone into some sort of fort, you know, thing. He must have climbed up into a fort. And then he was flown um, to the hospital and he was treated for shock and exposure. Oh, so he made it to shore too, kind of. No, no, no. He died. The oh, Brad guy. This yeah. is back to Edward. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so he had to stay in the hospital for like three months because of like the trauma, yeah. you know. Yeah. And um, the post, the Coast Guard actually estimated that he swam five miles and was in the water for over twelve hours. That's about the edge of human. Limits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for, a, for a healthy man. But since it was the 60s, the interviewer said that they would not mention um, uh, the would not mention the sea serpent whenever detailing the story because like they didn't want sensationalism. Yeah. So they only mentioned like that these kids had drowned. Mm. Um, so that was whenever three years later he wrote this story. Um, which was called um, My Escape from a Sea Monster. Um, I'll tell you about my escape from a sea monster. <laughs> um, but, like, he never made any money off of the story or anything. And, like, he was kind of, like, embarrassed to tell people about it because he thought that people wouldn't answer him. Yeah. So you kind of call, call into question whether, like, he had, like, a traumatic memory of, like, something happening and he kind of created a sea monster in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, so he did answer a Tim Dinsdale who wrote Marine Monsters Leviathan, um, which basically he was like about the Loch Ness Monster and all kinds of things like that. And he explained why they abandoned the, the little boat thing. Yeah. He said that they were so scared and they were afraid and while staying in the raft would have been the correct call. They were so scared of this thing that they thought maybe swimming away from it would be better. Yeah. But, like, this thing is so much bigger than you. Like, Scattered. It doesn't really make sense. But when you're in, like, a middle of a traumatic event, like, you don't necessarily... It's fight or flight. Yeah, and flight. So, you know, they 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 flighted. Yeah, so, so <laughs> fight isn't an option. So then you think flight is. Right, yeah. So he says that they definitely made the incorrect call. Um, and they were um, great swimmers because, like, they would they were divers and they had fins. So like they could have gone pretty fast, pretty far if it wasn't for like the really bad yeah, uh, storm and a super sea serpent behind them. Exactly. So, um, he did describe a closer look at the monster. Um, he said it was the, t- the neck was 12 feet long, brownish green and smooth head, like a sea turtle with elongated teeth. Um, he did not see fins, but maybe a dorsal fin, green eyes with oval pupils. Um, you ain't getting my tree fitty. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to call this episode. You ain't getting my tree fitty. <laughs> um, so Dr. Bernard Hoovelman, um, he in 1968 wrote In the Wake of the Sea Serpents as his second book. He actually coined the term cryptozoology. 
um, which is the signs of hidden animals. So he kind of detailed this story in that. Um, Warren Smith in 1976, um, storms of unfamiliar waters could trigger attacks by sea creatures. So like if there's a storm, maybe they would come out more. Mm. Um, and then Matt Billy in 2007 said, even though there's no cooperating evidence, and even though it sounds unbelievable, it could be true. We don't know what lives in the ocean. Um, some people think that it could be a giant squid. Some people think that it could just be his imagination because of a storm that was really bad. Yeah. Um, but the, the way I found this story was on Reddit. Oh. And it was, yeah, yeah it was an interesting way that I found and it. And they want your free fitting. Please donate $3.50 <laughs> to the Loch Ness Monster campaign. So let me explain the reason I found this. So I was on a, I follow like this one thing where you can take surveys. And it was like, if a guy told you that a dragon was responsible for the death of his friends, um, and there's no sign of murder, you know, like he didn't drown these people. Like, would you believe him or not? No. And I put maybe, like, it depends on the story. Yeah. And so then I was like, I was reading in like the comments and this one person said, this is based on a true story, which is this one. Yeah. And um, so this one Reddit user named SDVI or SDV info question um, had quoted another Reddit user, Northern Sparrow. So I don't know like whose is whose at this point, but yeah. Um, so they noted that the creature definitely could have been a North American right whale. Mm. And the reason is because the rostrum of its way of this whale lifts out of the water to participate in skim feeding. Do you know what skim feeding is? No. So you know how like, they have baleen? Oh yeah. So they put it out of the water so that when they go over the top of the water, there's like a lot of animals that kind of scurry up the top. Yeah. So they can catch all of those, mm-hmm. you know, plankton or whatever could be at the top of the water. Yeah. Um, so while they do this, the top part emerges from the water and glides, glides along and it can go in and out. Like, so they could dive down, they could go back up, which would create waves, which would create like suctions. Uh Um, and the, the baleen in bad lighting can appear to look like it's, it's like the sky. I'm going to show you pictures. Yeah. And so it kind of looks like just like a neck, like a long neck with a head. Yeah. So, um, in the 1960s, scientists had not yet discovered that these whales, that these whales actually do calve off the coast of Florida. Yeah. So they have their calves there in the, in the summer. Oh. Um, so the, so the fact that they didn't know this, they wouldn't be able to connect the dots that this could be this particular whale. Because sense. I think at this point, like they thought the whales were up like a lot more north. Yeah. And since they're not exactly the most common whale, yeah. you know, like you wouldn't think of that first. Um, and they said that the brown fish odor and brown slime could have been whale poop. Makes sense. So it pooped. They jumped directly into that. It would smell like fish because yeah. that's what their diet is. Yeah. Um, you eat your poop, you eat your poop, you eat your poop, you poop, you eat. Right. And if you know anything about whales, you know that they, you know, they dive down a lot. They come back up for air. So it could be, you know, very scary if you're in the water with a whale and not know what a, it's a fucking whale. Yeah. Um, so. I mean, sea world, I'm okay with it, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, even on, storm. even on boats, I think whale, I love whales, but I think I would be scared even to see it really, really close to my boat. I love sharks. And uh, we got close enough to sharks. Yeah, we got close enough to sharks. Um, so Edward actually passed away on February twenty fourth, twenty sixteen. So like, we don't even have the the ability to tell him like, hey, it could be this right whale. Like, does this look familiar to you? No. Um, but I mean, so I'll give sources, and then I want to show you pictures. Okay. So the sources were user, so you slash Dan Ph. Um, was the one who was in the Unsolved Mystery subreddit. Yeah. And then, like I said, Northern Sparrow on the Biology subreddit, Cryptonaut Podcast um, was the one I talked about, and then Cryptomundo.com. I want to add in uh, the Reddit user Snell uh, Lock Monster. Snell Lock Monster? Yeah. Why? Why Snell? 
Okay, so this is the drawing that Edward made. It looks a lot like the Loch Ness Monster. It does, except he has a buoy for a, a backpack. Well, I think that was just showing how tall it was. That's true. So it looks very sea serpent-y. Yeah. You know, it looks very Loch Ness Monster-y. Yeah. Um, but this is what a right whale's skimming looks like. So as you can see, if it's dark out, you would see this. It's true. You would just and then that. this. And, like, you could see, like, it could look like eyes, like the way the yeah algae is and like this looks like a head because yeah, you would just see its spine right well it's not even That's... their spine it's like their throat yeah so you would just see that okay so it looks like a head yeah and like even people who are um you know used to whales northern right um it's just really interesting because, like, it kind of seems like that that has to be it because it looks, yeah. you know, like it's coming out of the water. It dives. It could definitely be seen as that. I mean, it could be some other cryptozoology type of weird animal, like a squid, like um, yeah, but that's a like sea serpent. 0.03 percent chance. Yeah, but this one, I mean, this seems like it makes a lot of sense. Like, even if you see, like, the spots on there, it looks like it could be eyes. Yeah. But if you think about, like, you have trauma and you see this thing, you can assign eyes to it. You can assign, oh, yeah. you know, a neck to it. But all you see is this big thing coming out of the water that's diving down. You assign, well, you know, humans personify things, too. Yeah, and you got to make sense of what's happening as yeah. best you can. Right, and if you've never seen a whale skin feeding, yeah. how would you ever know that's a thing? You would not. I mean, did you know about that? I did not. Um, and they've never found the other three victims. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I feel like there would be no point in him drowning his friends. Like, he didn't, like, what yeah. would be the point? I'm so excited for cannibalism, too. I know you were. On the boat. That's why I wanted to keep it. Um, yeah, under wraps. Under Like, under wraps. Because I think, <laughs> so I haven't done a... Um, a cryptid in a while. I'm the only survivor. I hate my friends. It is very awkward when there's only one survivor because yeah. then it's kind of like, what happened out there? And then he's like, oh, a sea serpent. And then uh, you're like, oh, yeah. did you murder them? So, I mean, there's uh, a couple movie of... Movie rights, book deal. Uh, yeah, and he friends. didn't get any of that. Yeah, I know. But it's kind of interesting if you think about it because, you know, uh, there's a couple of different explanations out there. The storm was so bad that they just drowned. Yeah, that's that's pretty likely. Maybe he did knock them out of the water and was like, <laughs> drown. Which, why? Or he could have sacrificed them to the, the sea monster To the whale body. gods. Right, yeah. Um, my bet is on the, the whale. Yeah. Which I think what happened was it was creepy. They saw this. Whoa. They freaked out. And then five miles is a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Well, water he, to cover. He might not have. The whale might not have killed them, like eaten them. But yeah, like yeah. Just with the force of well, whales being a whale. can't even. Well, like whales can't eat you unless it's like a a dolphin. You know. Yeah. Because they have the baleen. They don't eat people. True. It's not like but, Pinocchio. Yeah, it's not like an So I'm just just saying, like, the force of clashing yeah. with a whale. So that's so one thing I saw the other day, it might have been on a TikTok, it, I don't know, but, like, this guy was trying to get a rope off of a whale, mm -hmm. and, like, this is, like, do not do this. But, like, he went, he, like, kind of, like, jumped next to it and, like, clipped it off, which is fine, but it is a wild animal, and, like, it's not going to bite you, but... What happens is when they dive, they can dive like 40 feet yeah. with no effort. And that creates a whirlpool. Yeah, because there's a huge hole right. for a whale to go down 40 feet. So there's been people who have been sucked down by, you know, and whales aren't even doing anything like malicious at that point. They're just diving because that's what they they're do. They're scared. Or even not scared. Maybe or they're just they, going, to go on their or they own. Fall, yeah. So whenever that happens, or you can actually, there was somebody who was killed that was, you know, preserving whales. They were helping out and the, the fin accidentally hit them. And the fin is hundreds of pounds. Yeah. Plus force. And it completely, it, it killed could, them instantly. Or could be jagged from just right. kind of running into So things. like, it's very, so it might have been the right call to get out of the boat in case, 
you know, that would have sucked them under. It's it's so hard to say, but I think what really happened was was the whale theory. Yeah. But I would have stayed in the boat. It was a perfect storm. I am not a strong swimmer. No, but you also wouldn't be skin diving off the coast of the Gulf of Mexico. No, I would have been ball diving off the <laughs> coast of Mexico. Because guess what? I am a ball of flesh. Just don't eat it. You can play with it. Just don't eat the fuzz. Um. So yeah, that's the story. What did you think? Ah, uh, that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I uh, like the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess since it's a short episode this week, and um, um at the end I'm gonna talk more about my next project that I talked about before, but we're gonna talk about it again. But um, since it's a short week, I guess. <gasps> um, my alarm. Since it's a short week, I guess we can go into Jason's Corner. Jason's Corner. It's Jason's Corner. Corner. Corner, corner, corner. It's the time where we try to make things happier after somebody died. Yeah. Five people. Four, four people. people died. Well, five people died at the end because he was just too old. Yeah. Old man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, five people did die in that story, plus a million others died of old age in between <laughs> now and now. <laughs> It's true. But, um, so, yeah, so uh, what, what do you got for us? All right. I got some. You got to choose. You got one opportunity. One shot. Okay, I'm an M. To choose a house project. Oh, God. That we need to do? That you can do. You have unlimited resources, as in cash, moolah, skill, at your disposal. To As in me. Plus a bank account. <laughs> but. But like you mean like to add on to this house? Or... Yeah, to add on to this house. I was going to say or just like any house. Like I don't know. I mean if you wanted to add on to someone else's house you could. But fuck you. <laughs> okay. So what would I add on to this house? I would. Some more storage would be nice. Okay. So where would you put it? You can finish the attic. But. The... Yeah. I mean that wouldn't be terrible. Yeah. We could put a spiral staircase to the attic or some shit. How, where would we put a spiral staircase? I don't know. From from the walk-ins closet up. Like, <laughs> that would be insane. That'd be baller. I would like a pull-down ladder. That would be nice. Ooh, we could make it go like up that way. Up, up, like opposite of the office. And then it would go over. Yeah. And then it would... So apparently a thing down here in the south are called frogs. Which is the front room over garage. Yes. Okay. So it's like a, a V-shaped room over a garage. Okay. Which we do have here because that's where our storage is. Yes. Um, so we technically could finish up there. Yeah. Um, with like, I guess like a, a staircase if we really wanted to. Yeah. But yeah, that would be, that would be interesting. Our ceilings are so high here that like if we had... Just normal eight foot ceilings, we would have like a really nice upstairs, like kind of like loft. Yeah. Not really loft because loft is open, but like a, like an extra area. So that's probably the only thing I would add on to here. Okay. Okay. Well, what do you? What about you? What, uh, about, what about you? What about me? What about me? I think I'd probably add like a lattice over top of the patio like a wooden lattice or oh something. that'd be pretty like by the like opposite of the grill because you don't want um, we have a fire probably pit. over the grill because that'd be safer than the fire pit well i mean both of them are covered technically yeah but the fire pit gets higher yeah which is weird but i mean if you had like a higher ceiling i don't think it would really yeah it, it it might be like a 12 foot like you know, with dangling ivy down the sides, yeah, and like hangling, hanging stuff, hanging, hangling stuff off to the sides. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Like rich mahogany. 
rich mahogany. So or cherry or something. The one trip, the one trip, the one uh, thing that we are going to be doing is um, we are going to be repainting the fence. Mm-hmm. We bought the paint for that, but mm-hmm. this weekend, Memorial Day weekend, has been shitty. It's been very cold and very wet. It is 60 degrees and rain. Just like your mother. <laughs> My poor mother listening to this. I know. She listens to this. I'm sorry. Um, but your son-in-law loves you. <laughs> but they um, opened up the community pool. Yes. Every restriction in Virginia Beach has been lifted. We are fully vaccinated, so no more masks. And it was the shittiest weekend. <laughs> yeah. So um, that sucks. Yeah, but that's okay. We'll get there. There will be many more weekends to come. Yes. Um, so we are going to attempt to paint the fence like a nice medium gray. We're going to redo our patio. So mm-hmm. we have some work this summer. Yep. Um, and like the, the community pool is very close and I might start going there on my lunch breaks. That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll see. Super cool. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, what other questions you got? Um, if you had to bring back one TV show Ooh. and you could remake it with a different cast, like from today's current hip people mm-hmm. or like maybe like an archaic cast, you can mix and match. Oh, okay. I could put anybody who, I want. Yeah, who would you recast as lead actors? And explain to me who the lead actors are and why they're important. Okay. Because I may not know them. So here's the thing. One of my favorite shows is How I Met Your Mother. Yes. It ended terribly. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Carter Brothers. Like, what the fuck did you do? Yeah. Um, I heard it's coming back, though. But, but yes, they, they're creating How I Met Your Father, and it's told um, from the perspective of a mother. Not the same mother. Yeah. Um, but it is told um, from the perspective of the mother, and it's going to star Hilary Duff. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited for it because she is exactly my age. Like I, Lizzie McGuire was in seventh grade when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. So I, it would be interesting, and I feel like there's a lot of there's not a lot of TV shows where the main character isn't like a mom or that that's my age. Yeah. You know, but also they're either like super mom or super partiers. Yeah. So I think it'd be interesting to see just like a single woman who's like, you know, in a career trying to find the right person without being like a severe party person, which I don't, I'm not judging party people or moms, but it's just like, I'm not in that niche, niche, you know, area. So I am interested about that, but I, I think, and the other thing would be like Seinfeld, but I don't think they could make Seinfeld today because a lot of people would be offended. Yeah. There's a lot of things on well, it's, Seinfeld. It's being made just for you. Let's just say that. How about that? You're, you're a billionaire, eccentric billionaire, and it's being cast and made just for you. I would like... Reruns of the exact same script, if you so choose. I would like new ones, like more updated yeah. things. But like, I would like it to be about nothing. Yeah, sure, about nothing. Where these people are just kind of terrible people. Yeah, you know, not like they're not like Barney Stinson bad, you know, from yeah, like How I yeah, Met Your yeah. Mother, but they're just kind of like not the best people. But like, it was so funny. But like, a lot of the the references, I watched it as a child, but like, I wish the references were more as like an adult for All me. Right. So, I'm making the cast. You, okay, you see if I hit this. Okay, Jerry Seinfeld is now John Mulaney. Yes, yes. Okay, you see, okay. see how I hit that. Yes. All right, now. Kramer. You gotta go Kramer. crazy and wacky. I, I do have somebody who would work for this. Oh, Kramer is um, that that Diego guy, or on, he always plays the same cocaine addict on Brooklyn Nine. Yes, yes! Um, what's his name? Um, oh, Pierre, my... Pierno or Pierto or... Uh, he, he was on the league. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, he was, I can't remember his name. I'm going to look um, it up. I think like Jason Masiokis or something. Masukis or something. Or I could be completely off. Yeah. But no, I that's exactly who I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> um, the league. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Jason Alexander, who's going to be him? Jason Mantazukas. Mantazukas, okay. 
But that's that's who I think would be a good. He would be a great Kramer. Yeah. Um, I think George could be. Um, actually, I think uh, you need someone who's like not likable. So I think um, the guy who plays Paul Blart, Mall Cop. But he's kind of like a likable doofus in movies. Exactly. No, but George. But he could play. He could play. He's George is kind of almost likable. But you could learn to hate him. George is. <laughs> if if this. I don't. I don't agree with that one. Okay. All right. So what, maybe what? Who are we getting? Uh, yeah, but who are we getting better? I don't know. Let me come back to that. What about Lane? Lane. Elaine. Elaine. Oh. Those are the four main characters. Yeah, my bad. I thought you said Lane. I was like, what? Lane. Hmm. That's tough. She's a tough one. It has to be like a someone that's sassy. Not... Yeah, sassy. Mm. Strong. We're talking like early thirties. No shit. Early thirties. See the problem with with female comedians or female actors is if they like them, they run them into the ground until they're sixty. See, see Meryl Streep. Yeah, but um, but like I think that's the thing is like a lot of the women that I'm thinking of are all older. Yes, and um, which are the same age as Julia Louis Dreyfus. So that's and not really it's a point. it's a shame in Hollywood that if you're not pretty anymore, they throw you aside. Yeah, like quote pretty enough. Not that. Yeah, no, you no. know that there's but like Julia Louis Dreyfus like. She is like on well, she was on Veep. I don't know what she's on now, but or you know, but so maybe we should get a singer like uh that has made it in their own right, you know, like like that isn't I don't know who would fit though. Maybe Selena Gomez. I don't know, I'm just thinking of like dark haired. I know, I don't think she can act though. She was an actress first. Was she? Yeah, on the Wizards of Waverly Place and Barney. Mm No Demi Lovato. I don't want that drama. It's true. It's true. What about what about Amy from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Amy would be good. Amy would be good. It'd be interesting to see her and Pimento. Well, it'd be interesting to see her as someone who's not like uptight and yeah, you know, kind of see her as because she, she does she a good had, job as being the uptight prude. Yeah, in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I think that. Um, Rosa's too intense, but she would also be a good job. Have you seen her actual in yeah, isn't that crazy? Interviews? I think either one of them she's, would be good. She's a very good actress, but I think yeah, maybe Amy Santiago's. So let's have them compete, Melissa and we'll see. We'll see Melissa Fumero, Miss L- Melissa Fumero, and Stephanie Beatrice. Yeah, we'll have them compete. That'd be good. We can't lose. Um, and then George. Oh, I'm trying to think of somebody. Yeah. Nick George. Kroll. We could do Nick Kroll. I mean, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll kind of are a package. Yeah, that's deal. true. That's uh, that's good. That's good. Because, I mean, he's not, like, conventionally we like, attractive. We're, like, totally robbing, like, two shows. <laughs> Brooklyn Nine... Well... Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Big Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, The League. Yeah. You, however you want to slice it. Like, guys, <laughs> well, guess yeah, which three shows we like. Because The League has Nick Kroll and Jason <laughs> Masukis. Yeah. And then... Three Brooklyn shows covers them all. <laughs> So uh, our recommendations for three shows. Um, yeah, that's if you can't point. tell. Uh, but um, okay. If you so like Seinfeld, what show would you bring back? Um, show I would bring back. Uh, I think I would bring back. Oh man, what show was I upset that was canceled? See, I. I have trouble finishing a series because it, it always gets gets upsetting at one point, and, and you're they always drag it, about drag it marathoning. Up. I know when they drag it out too long, and then I just get upset, and then there's just like that's why you've never watched Supernatural because they drug that one out. But I'm a fanable of Hannibal. Hannibal like came out like not even ten years. I know, ago. and they don't know the Hannibal TV show. I know, but like not even ten years ago. I know, and I don't. They don't need to remake it. But I think 
I think I want I want Dexter redone. Dexter's coming back out. I know it's coming back out, and Seinfeld's coming back out, so fuck you. Seinfeld's not coming back out. No, well, um, How I Met Your Mother's coming yeah, back out, so true. fuck you. Dexter, no, but Dexter is coming. Yeah, like, I know. Continuation. I know, but but I just want new characters for Dexter. Oh, okay. Well, you're going to get but, that. But I, I didn't like Michael C. Hall for Dexter. Oh, see, I thought he was good. No, like, he, he was serviceable, but, like, C+. See, I thought that he gave enough creepy vibe but also good guy vibe that he could pass for psychopathic. But pass is good guy, yeah. But pass is good guy. Like, he had that really good line of being psycho and being just your yeah, average, dark side. average dude. Yeah, so I think it needs to be a guy with brown eyes. Who would you who would you give, get instead? Well, so typically that's got to be a guy, right? Because what's the ratio of guys to serial killer to... Female serial. Killers. I mean, it's it's a lot. It yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if we wanted to do a female spinoff, we could call it eh. something else. Well, I'm just saying, I'm I'm open to change. Yeah. But you know, for what he does, is so he overpowers? So, who do you think would play a good, like a good yeah. Dexter character? We'll we'll say um. Uh, Dexter. I, I don't know. Like. I think getting like somebody who you don't know is good because. Then yeah, I, gonna... I think that's good. Making somebody. Yeah. Is good. Hold auditions for that. And then. But if you wanted someone famous, like. Like, I think Christian Bale might be all right. Oh, well, he, he was did, an American Psycho. Yeah, he did American Psycho. But then maybe give. Leonardo DiCaprio stab at no, it. No, no, we're done let Leo, with him. Let Leo, let Leo go. We're, we're done with Leo. I like Leo. His acting, at least. We're talking about acting. We're talking about acting. Yeah, but now he's, like, too old for it. That's true. But I think Christian Bale might be good. That's okay. And then, uh, or Robert Downey Jr. I have princess. Because he's got the facial hair, he yeah. can hide behind it, and be like crazy serial killer. That's true. Okay, um, you have any other questions? Well, supporting cast. we got to go oh, supporting okay. cast. Like LaGuerta. You're just taking a really long time. Dokes. <laughs> and his sister. That's all I know. Okay, okay. So LaGuerta. Because his sister was cast really poorly. Yeah. Like, she was... I don't really like that actress, I guess, because I was going to say Mean Girls. Yeah. And then, well, she wasn't a Mean Girls. Or White Girl, White Chicks. Yeah. <laughs> mean Girls, White Girls, White Chicks. <laughs> I got there in three <laughs> cases. Um, so his sister, who would be Christian Bell's sister? Hmm. Anyway, I'll think of the other two. LaGuerta. Ooh. We could have Jennifer Lopez. I was thinking that. She would be good. And we're not trying to race cast here, but I'm just thinking. No, she would be like the LaGuardia type. fiery, yeah, LaGuardia type. Yeah. And then uh, Dokes has to be like the built. Oh, you know, you know, like military man, like um, just muscular. Yeah. Out of his mind, like kind of steroided. Either. Oh, but you couldn't see him on film. John Cena. <laughs> You're going to say John Cena. Yeah. I feel like John Cena. He can't Cena, act very well. I also feel like he kind of looks. I'm not saying that he is stupid, but he looks stupid. And yeah. Dokes was very no, intelligent. No, I think. Yeah, Dokes is very intelligent. So I think. Criminal Minds. Uh, <gasps> Shamar Moore. Shamar Moore. Yes. Would be very good for that. But he's too nice. He looks too nice. Mm. But he could he could be mean if you... Uh, nah. Yeah, he, yes. I think he could be mean. If you, if you like, made him have a scowl on all the time. And um, then uh, for the sister, might as well do... Stick with Criminal Minds and do Paget Brewster. I think she but, might be a little too old. She might be a little too old, but I was thinking um, she has the same like chin as Christian Bell. <laughs> mm, 
But they're like, like adopted, so it doesn't really matter. It's true. It's true. Um, sorry. <laughs> oh, we could do we could do uh, the the secretary for Criminal Minds, the or the IT tech girl. Uh, she wouldn't be a beat cop though, Garcia. Yeah, she wouldn't. But she's all bubbly, and that'd be funny. Hmm. She could, <laughs> she could be Masuka. <laughs> she could be Masuka. Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, She'd be a funny Masuka. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, Juliet from what about Juliet from Psych? Juliet from Psych or uh, Rosa from Grimm. Oh yeah, she would be good. Rosa from Grimm. Mm -hmm. We'll go with that. All right. Okay. Well, that well, was good. That was a good session. So, um, I don't know what my dog wants right now. Do you need to go outside? Give do me, you, give do me a minute. Want, do you want the episode to end? But wait, I got it. Okay. So, um, one thing. One thing. So, we've talked about this, I think, maybe the last time or the time before that. Um, I am going to be working on... So, I listened to two episodes from Morbid. They just covered the smiley face killers again. And I wanted to say that this time... Unlike other podcasts, they actually said that they believe, well, Ash at least said that she believed in something going on. And there's a lot of fishy things. So I am still researching for smiley face murders. So if anybody has any victims that they think might have been a part of it, let me know. Um, I think my new plan is going to be um, doing an episode per person. Okay. Or maybe a couple of episodes per person, but there's literally hundreds of yeah. potential victims. I am not saying that every single victim will get an episode. But... No, no, no. That every victim is part of the smiley face killers. Yeah. But if you think it was a suspicious death that was ruled a drowning, I want to know about it. And it, like, this is Boston. This is Columbus. This is Pittsburgh. Like, a lot of these big, you know, cities, and a lot of times they're college towns slash big cities. Um, but, you know, one of the ones that we listened to, like, it sounded more like an off murder, like somebody like murdered him that he, he knew rather than like the smiley face murders. But I would like to like, you know, if I tell the story of each person, maybe we'll see a connection between some of them. Yeah, maybe not at all. Maybe all of them, you right. know, probably not all of them, because that's a lot. But, um, or maybe several different serial killers, mobs, you know, I don't know. But that's yeah. kind of my new goal. Um, I know we haven't been putting out a lot of episodes on this podcast. Um, Jason has not been feeling up to it a lot of days, and I'm trying to respect that. Yeah. Because um, it, it... It's grinding. It's taxing. Yeah. And he doesn't listen to true crime every day like I do, so... Got to bring my A game, guys. Got to bring my A game for you. Sometimes he's just not up to, to do you know. So um, I try to respect that. But the new podcast, I don't know what to call it yet. I don't know where I'm going to start. Um, if I should start most recent and work my way backwards, or you know, I don't know if we're going to do sporadic. I I haven't really thought of it yet. But if anybody would like to help me, again, just reach out. Um, you should call it Dial M for Melly. <laughs> no. <laughs> But um, yeah, if anybody wants to help, let me know. Or if you even have like a person that you're like, oh, my town, there's blah, blah, blah. And it always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, let me know. All right. But um, besides that, Jason, you have anything? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll be back to you next week. Yeah. If not. We'll see you soon. Soon. <laughs> Have a, have, a, have a happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. Even though that's kind of redundant. Redundant. <laughs> Not redundant. What's the so. what's the opposite of redundant? Redundant. <laughs> like you don't have a happy. Oh, true. So, uh, salutations. <laughs> Contradiction. Contradiction, yes. Like a happy Memorial Day. But mm. you can be happy that people died for our freedom. <laughs> no. Thankful happy. Thankful, yes. Unhappy. <laughs> Yay! So people what say happy, fuck? happy Memorial Day. 
Yeah. Like you're happy. <laughs> I, I can't. You are happy that people were willing to give their lives. That is what you are happy See, that's about. a fucked up sentence too. No, you were happy that people were willing, not that they gave their <laughs> lives. Yeah, well. You are happy of the will, not of the giving. Yeah, sure. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but I think it's kind of fucked no matter how you say it. Yeah, it is. Okay, well, on that note, everybody. Yeah, it's fucked. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, we uh, fucked it. Um. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>